Hello everyone, welcome to the third podca- uh, the first ever podcast of The Politics <laughs> Table, where we talk about current <laughs> affairs and politics from around the world. So starting with the first news story today, we have all of our presenters. We talk about Discord being bought by Microsoft for $10 billion. If you're not sure, $10 billion comes out to about £9.36 billion here in the United Kingdom. But as we know, Discord is a very big programme used by gamers from around the world. For us, for example, we are using Discord to record this podcast. But the question I give to you, Logan, our first presenter, do you think that in Discord will be put integrated into Xbox if this is bought by Microsoft? Alright, hello. And if Microsoft does purchase it, I could see it becoming an alt- alternative to um, the currently functioning um, Xbox network system, as it's being renamed to, rather than Xbox Live. Um, I I could see it coming to Xbox. Um, it would take a little bit though; they'd have to completely redo it. But I don't, I don't, I don't think to begin with, uh, Microsoft's going to buy it. I think Discord's going to want to stay independent. Of course, but ten billion. Ten... Microsoft purchasing it could do more harm than good. Yeah, of course, but ten billion dollars is quite a big offer. Yeah, ten billion is a lot, but. At the same time, you know, you've got to prioritise consumers over how much money you're making. Of course, I can also see if Discord did take over Microsoft, I can see Discord Nitro prices rising massively. I personally do pay for Discord Nitro. It's currently £10 a month, but I can see it rising to maybe 15 20 if taken over by Microsoft. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So, moving to our next presenter, Jack. Do you feel that... Um, Microsoft Discord is okay as it is at the minute, or do you think Microsoft buying it could bring new features into the program? No, I think uh, hi there first. Um, final two first. I think Discord should stay like independent as it is because Microsoft like sticks to their terms and their service, which is like a oh yeah, we help you do do more type of system. Discord is a we are here for um gamers and all types of people around. I think Discord would also be integrated into Skype in a way, but it wouldn't, like, be... Oh, yeah, we all know how Skype turned out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a tragedy. Yeah. Skype didn't go the best. Moving to our next presenter, uh, Nueza, you, um... I'm not really sure if you use Discord very much, but do you think... As a, I understand you're a mobile user. Do you think that Discord, if it was taken over by Microsoft, would remain on mobile? Do you think they would make it exclusively onto computer? Um, no, I think they would probably want to keep it on. On the phone? Um, yeah, because, I mean, a lot of people actually do use it on, on their phones, not just people on PC, etc. Because a lot of people play on console, cross-console, and just, you know, they they like to use um Discord, or it's just easier for contact. But, um, I don't know, honestly, just... It's up to them because they could make the decision of forcing people to buy more Microsoft software, etc., which would make them more money in the long run. But they could also decide to make it exclusive to Apple. Hmm. Okay. Why, why would Microsoft go exclusive to Apple? That's my biggest question. No, <laughs> why, no, why? Like, I mean, like iPhone and stuff. I don't know. Just. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I understand don't... where she's coming from. So, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, don't think wanted... Microsoft's going to purchase it. 
Yeah. I mean, honestly, if they put ten billion on the line, they do kind of want it because they probably have. Or if they're betting ten billion dollars, that is quite. Yeah, but a don't lot. forget. Yeah. Don't forget, if Microsoft does buy this, that would total up to more than what they bought Minecraft for, plus what Disney bought Star Wars for combined. That is true. Yeah, like, that's, a, that's a lot of money. Yeah. I know. That's why I'm saying if they if they are betting ten billion, it's probably because they have big to do with. Which they can't do now with the collaboration. Yeah, of course. So yeah, moving... and I think the bit. Oh, sorry. Do oh, you want to move yeah, on? Or... Okay. So we'd come out of this on the next uh, podcast because there are chats apparently at the minute with Discord and Microsoft about releasing a statement whether they're going to be buying it. So moving on to our next statement from the BBC: England lockdown easing still on course, says Prime Minister Boris Johnson. Now, personally, I think this can go either two ways. Personally, the lockdown can either ease very well and we can continue to see COVID cases decreasing in the UK or we can see COVID cases begin to rise again as people begin to mix. The BBC did report yesterday that COVID cases in secondary schools are rising once again. So this could go two ways. Obviously, we still have air routes and sea routes open into Europe and Europe is currently experiencing a major second wave. France has gone into a partial lockdown and the entire country of Poland has gone into lockdown. Both countries that can be travelled into from their selected cities into the UK. Also the Channel Tunnel is still open into mainland Europe. But there are many variants still in the UK that have gone very down in cases but can rise the minute that we leave lockdown. So, Logan, what do you say about the lockdown being eased by Prime Minister Boris Johnson? I think another issue with easing it when it's fully eased being, like, I think it's July 21st, um, that's smack dead in the middle of summer. And I know a few weeks ago, um, research came out saying that high pollen levels can increase the amount of infectivity that COVID-19 has. Now, I know this is sort of combated by the fact that COVID doesn't spread well in warm temperatures, but this is the United Kingdom. We don't have warm temperatures here. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> oh, that's sad truth. Um, but I think maybe if they left it until after summer, where pollen levels are at their lowest, then potentially we would have a better shot at recovery. Um, cause the worry is as well with April that vaccination is going to slow down a bit. Yes. And I think those numbers are definitely going to pop up and rear their very ugly heads. Um, but yeah. Yes, currently uh, um, the government is expecting um, the southwest of England to become very, very busy. Cities including Truro, Falmouth, um, Falmouth is a city, it's a town. Um, other things such as Plymouth, uh, Exeter, Bristol, they are expecting hundreds of thousands of people to come flooding down to the southwest of England, which means England will become very filled with people. And for instance, uh, Newquay International Airport is preparing to have international flights from Europe into it, which I personally myself don't think is the way to go. But it can go no, either way. No, Once again, moving on to our next presenter, Jack. What do you say about the lockdown being eased? Do you think it's going to go up again or down? Now this is the question because our next step is uh, step two or phase two, I think. Yeah, phase think two. Phase one was yeah. bringing schools back. Yeah. So I think um, as long as uh, the British people stay afloat, as what it is right now. 
we should stay still and yeah. as as we get further and further to June um, and more and more things open, including non-essential shops, um, we should stay positive for the time being. Yes. I think I that, agree with that. I think that the UK may see a slight increase, but there is obviously the possibility of these new variants coming over from Europe. But I don't think countries, for instance, um, this just happens to be quoted in my notes. Portugal has done amazingly with the COVID-19 pandemic. They had a very big increase of cases and they put the entire country into lockdown. And it's worked very well for Portugal. The city of Lisbon was very much affected. But the city of Porto was not very much affected because the mayor of the city put the entire city into lockdown which is what I think the UK still should have done. We should have put the entire country into lockdown, which we are still in a lockdown now, but it should have been more strict. Like in Porto, in, in Portugal, they said no yeah. one's leaving the city, no one's going in. So we'll move to our next presenter. Uh, please go ahead, Nueza. Thank you. Sorry, I was about to interrupt you. Um, Yeah, that's the thing. They they said, um, you guys just have to stay home. They didn't really say if you're in the city you're not allowed to leave this city they said you can go to shopping so i mean someone could have decided you know what i want to go for a car ride meaning i'm gonna go to the next city over so i can spend as much time outside as i can because otherwise i'm not gonna get time outside which they lock each city to its own which you know what was successful but on the increase or decrease, this happened last year, where they locked down from March till like midsummer, where like Logan said, pollen's up. People with allergies are probably gonna get sick. Their immune system is down, and it's gonna spread a lot faster, especially to the people who are sick. Yes. Um. And as soon as they ease it down, in summer like dead mid on summer it's gonna go back to what it was before the lockdown because they're gonna carry on into winter and winter is when it spreads more mm. so i think they're just going on on the same cycle here not yeah. noticing the impact going yeah yes. i just want to um bring up one more point here i don't think it's just um covid19 that we need to worry about it's also um long covid as well that's going to be a pain to deal with, especially in um, elder people. Um, and as I mentioned as well, people with allergies as well, because their immune systems are going to be really poor at dealing with things like this. Yeah. Um, so I think some extra steps might need to be taken to reduce the effects of not just COVID-19, but also long COVID as well. Yeah. Not to interrupt, but yeah, like, for example, as someone with asthma, I of allergies which sucks and as soon as i walk outside my nose gets really sniffy and liquidy because my allergies are flaring up instantly basically yeah so you know if i buy covid it's gonna be like that yes of course easy solution to that is just burn all the flowers Oh god. No, we're not we're not good. No, Cornwall no, Cornwall no. Cornwall needs flowers. Cornwall needs Okay, moving on to our next story. We have two stories in one actually. So, as we all know, Nvidia recently released their brand new RTX 30 series, which are bringing massive new FPS jumps across the tech 
the tech community. For instance, the RTX 3090 can actually play Crisis now at 60 FPS, which I understand like, cards wanna, could like, we do. We get it. You want to sell your kidney for an RTX <laughs> graphics card. Exactly. But uh, the two reports <laughs> we need to look at today are that the RTX series are completely in shortage around the world. And another thing is, the RTX 3060 and the 3080 and 3090 were apparently meant to be ready for this unhackable when it comes to cryptocurrency mining nvidia are currently working on a cryptocurrency mining card specifically for mining but this was announced a few days ago the hack has been beaten someone from nvidia accidentally leaked an image on twitter containing the source code for the rtx 3060 and it has been broken and crypto mining can now be made on the graphics card so logan what do you say about this do you think that twitter employee is going to get fired idiot <laughs> yeah how do you accidentally <laughs> leak something like that on twitter you don't accidentally do that that was done on purpose and they're probably going to get fired and sued exactly for we, it. we can see right now in the world if i go onto ebay i have a tab open with me if you went to rtx 3090 for instance in ebay and you filtered it by just normal uh, i have one right in front of me here two thousand pounds that is nearly four times the price of the starting price officially from NVIDIA, which is mad. Would you agree, Logan? That's fucking mental. It is. My, apolo- my apologies for the swearing and whatnot. You're going to have to edit that out. Yeah, I'll, I'll edit that out. Honestly, that is just ridiculous. It is. And that's why we're having a shortage around the world. So, um, Jack, what do you say to this about it being hacked and the massive shortage of graphics cards? I think this will be used... Um, you university oh, no. universally and um the 30 series will, will probably be like a historical series for the video in these mining series and the gaming series yes Pers- personally i think um i i personally think this will probably stay future proof for a few years and then it'll just drop off like the 40 series yeah yeah on with what you said about it being historical for NVIDIA, though, I think it's not just going to be historical for NVIDIA. I think it's going to be historical for computers in general. Yes, of like, course. Like, this is pretty big in terms of power. Yeah, um, um, tons of people around the world are reporting at the minute that to build a very high-up gaming computer with, say, an i9, 32 gigs of RAM, and an RTX 3080, it can cost now upwards of £4,000, which... Pre-co- pre-covid, which I had four thousand Yeah, it'd be great. Pre-co- pre-covid, you <laughs> yeah. could pre-pre-covid, you could build uh, that computer for what? I'd say maybe a thousand, maybe one thousand five hundred. It's just mad to think. So, Nueza, what do you say about this Nvidia graphics card situation? I mean, to be honest, I think they need to, um, because it's not just this happening, it's a lot of companies in video games getting stuff leaked by employees on Twitter. That's a strand going on. They need to actually be like, wait, this keeps on getting repeated, we need to somehow prevent this from happening. Because, first of all, that means that they're using Twitter on their work computers, which... Which isn't the best. And not a not good idea. Only that, or they're saving their work things on the non-work computer, which not good idea. Yeah, but exactly. Also, like, probably against company policy want, a lot of places. Yeah. If you, yeah, if you want to prevent things from getting leaked, 
just tell your employees, you know what? You're not allowed any social media account. Even if that is strict, if you you literally do not want things like that leaked because it is dangerous. It can literally jeopardize everything that was on the line. Yeah. So I they mean, should just yeah. be like I don't think... Twitter anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I think the biggest game for like leaks and things like that coming from employees is GTA six, actually. A lot of leaks have come out from quote unquote oh, really? employees. And obviously, you know, none of it's confirmed, but you know, assuming it is confirmed, approximately like sixty percent of the game has been leaked. That's pretty big. If we not did... closer to eighty or ninety percent. There was also the Cyberpunk twenty seven seven incident. Uh before I think it was about a week before Cyberpunk twenty seven seven was released, employees were posting on Twitter about how there were hundreds of glitches hidden inside the game and those tweets were actually removed by the company which means they must have known about these glitches because they rushed Cyberpunk 27 to release it. I personally have played it on the Xbox Series X and my personal gaming computer and there it the game is not finished. I'm sorry. The game they said at E3 the game was meant to be amazing. I agreed the graphics playing them on Ultra it is beautiful but on a 4K monitor but it has got so many problems. Like, Logan, I know you may not have personally played it, but you've seen the footage of the glitches. Yeah, they are, they are I, I've bad. seen the footage. I've see, yeah, I've seen the bugs and everything. It's awful. And I think what um, Project Red should go forward with, what they should learn from this, is that they need to prioritise gameplay and the smooth experience over their graphics. Yes. Um, something that a lot of video game companies do, and they might be able to take a um, sort of page out of playstation's notebook and do um simulated 4k instead of real 4k yes because that way the fps drops are going to be less and the bugs are going to be less yeah um as well um this also goes for um bethesda as well um we also saw the uh fallout 76 launch uh, yeah that didn't go well which went just about as well i mean you know. i think logan and jack and the you agree with me we all we've all got our fingers crossed for halo infinite yeah oh yeah We've all got our fingers yeah, crossed I'm, I'm for it to be amazing. Free free doesn't mess this up. I mean, from images and I gameplay mean, we've honestly, had so far, Halo Infinite does look beautiful. Yeah. The gameplay looks good. There's still certain animations from the um, E3, re- not E3 reveal, um, from the Xbox reveal, that do look a bit janky and things, but that was supposedly an earlier test build. I'm sure they're fixed. Um, from a couple of months prior. Um, and I'm sure that all of the teams at Free for Free are doing their best. Um, and what they've shown us in their monthly blogs is looking fucking beautiful. It is. I'll Again, bleep, I'll bleep that. Language, I'll bleep that. Yeah. Logan. <laughs> it's fine. I'll, it's fine. I'll bleep that. <laughs> Sorry. And all of the weapon design and everything just looks so good, honestly. Yeah. Jack... Just hoping that at some point in the future we do a ray tracing update as well. Yes. Jack, do you also agree Halo Infinite is looking nice? Oh, what the Yeah, I also do degree um i i think that this that this will also be like very much associated with with the series x as like what halo 5 was with the xbox one and um this will uh, hold yeah, very this will hold a very momentous moment for okay. um X, xbox as well because of the 10 years yeah. it's going to be updated for exactly. i think my biggest fear with halo infinite sort of relates to um halo 5 like jack mentioned and that's microtransactions within the game Thank you everyone for listening. This was our first ever podcast, part of the Politics Table. You can catch us on the Loopback System, Spotify and the RSS. Thank you for listening and good night.